0: Welcome to the BC Heritage Fair's interview cast. On this podcast, we'll be sharing interviews with our students about their projects. This is episode six, Amy's project on her great-grandfather's experiences in the Second World War. She is interviewed by social media manager, Julia.
1: Hi, um, I'm Amy, I did my project on my great-granddad in World War Two. So um, he was born in Brooksby, Saskatchewan, but he lives in Langley, BC now. And he has this huge property and he loves um, dash towns. Um, And he has his son who lives in Surrey, who always comes and helps him out with stuff because he's a hundred years old and he was in World War II and he's still still alive. And his birthday was on October 8th um, last year. And all of my family came to his house to celebrate his birthday because he turned 100 and he was really special for it. So um, he joined the war in 1939 by choice and um, he was a bomb aimer in the Halifax plane. and he is the only one still alive. So he has, um, so he was on his very last mission. He was in the plane and they didn't know that because you have to do about like 30 missions um when you're like in the plane for the navy so he was on his last one flying over germany and he got shot down because they didn't know the paperwork went through because if you don't do it you have to do another like trip so they were flying over germany and they got shot down by um a plane and so they all had to parachute out um and he they all survived and everything but they got put into the prisoner of war camp for about like Maybe six months, but he was running around for a few days trying to stay away from anybody who would put him in. But he got caught and got put into one. So he was there, but then um, the Russians invaded the camp. And so he was able to escape, but he stayed in his kind of family's like house for a little bit. And then the um, Germans came back to the camp. So he had to kind of come back and seem like he was there the whole time. But then later he was able to escape under a plane because there was a pilot in the camp. That um was able to fly and everything and get them out of there back to Great Britain and then was able to get back to Canada for those who look at him. So there was one person in the plane who um, was from Great Britain and um, and then everybody else was from Canada. So um, he trained in many different planes, not just the Halifax planes there, but there's so he trained in like because he trained for like a year or so in a bunch of different planes and then was in the Halifax plane for fighting and all that stuff. So, but there's like a bunch of different Halifax planes, but there's like specific ones. So there's a photo right here of his plane. Um, so yeah, but his his like bison squadron has all the Halifax planes, which this is like the plaque here for that squadron. So yeah, so his property that he lives at right now, it's really huge. It's like, um, there's a bunch of like grass space and all these gophers go in and out of um, the grass. And there's this huge willow tree that like covers a bunch of the yard. And then, but his house is like really old because he moved into it with um, my great my granny who passed away um, just before my sister was born. And he, he haven't like, he lived in it, lived in it ever since. But he's, he's like able to like garden and cook and curl and all that stuff. Like He loves curling and he's really good at it. Like he uses a cane to do it. But yeah, he likes doing that. And he's a really great cook because he makes like these cookies called Welsh cakes. And they're like, they kind of look like a waffle kind of, but they're not, and they're really good. And he makes amazing soups. So whenever we go there, we always have soup and cookies and all that stuff. And he's really good at gardening. Um, he has, it's kind of gotten smaller over the years, depending on how much he can do. But his uncle who lives in Surrey always helps him out and everything. And he has like a great tree. And to mow his lawn, he has like a tractor and everything. So yeah. And then he has a few like big sheds um, that in the back that are really old because his property is really old. But it's nice and it's like kind of on the highway in Langley. So yeah. So he got like about five, five medals um for serving in the war so one of them I really like is like because he like served in like Holland and Germany and France and all these places so we got like a, um the medal for like 28 days serving there and everything so yeah and then some photos are like this one down here it's hard to see but these like photos of like a thousand and and A side photo and like a front photo of him and a bunch of information that's actually in German. German, but I translated translated some of it and it kind of like means like kind of information that would be on like
0: medical papers
1: and everything because he got put in the POW camp and they wanted to know all that information. So that's like all that, all in German. And then this photo right here is um, him with his medals and his pins on his 100th birthday. The photo right here. It's from his community, so from Brooksy, um where he was like, where he lived as a child. Um, he got that, he got awarded that for serving in the war for, um, from 1939 to 1945. And then this pin right here is a caterpillar pin. So it's like really rare and special, and it's really small. It's like only like a couple inches. So it's like, you can't see it on, in this photo, but it is on him, and it's really small in the photo, so you get it if um, you survive parachuting out of a plane in that time. So you you don't get it from like the ark, the navy. You get it from um, the company that makes the parachute because then and everything the parachutes are made of out of um, caterpillar silk. So he got that because it's a caterpillar with um, big red eyes, and then this one here. Is for 25 years with the Legion. So it's like kind of like a gold pin with maple leaf and then it says Legion. And I explained how this is like the Halifax plane. It's not the exact one. So he has like a bunch of photos and everything, but it's, a, it's like it looks the same. It's just the photo he had wasn't as clear. So that's why he's that one that I found. And then there's some medals on the side. So it's five medals. And then here is the actual photo of the plane. And then his pin, and you get this little kind of like paper thing with the um, caterpillar pin, basically saying like what it is and everything on it, not just the pin. And then here is um he's like the mugshot from the POW camp. It's more of a close up. And then below it um is a photo of him and three of his friends who were in who were in the plane. And um there's like a water jug, and it it looks like in my opinion um what like, they're like planning things, and everything, because it looks like they're writing down things. Um, so I, for the interview part, basically, I, my dad helped me, and I kind of interviewed him a little bit for some um, information I couldn't really get, because he, he's um, a veteran, so um, he was able to help me with more of the World War II part, which is more of the middle part of the project. Um, and then for some like terms because I also added a little mini dictionary of military terms. Um, so he helped me with that, and I was able to find some online as well that were good. So, yeah, and then um, my teacher had us make a journal, like basically our progress with um, well, making our projects. So, it has like all things that I wrote about everything like that. So, I also have a few props that I added. So, for one, there's this bag. Carries um like a uh, gas mask so if there's any like poisonous gas that can like kill you you have a mask that is this mask that's stored in here so um my great uncle gave this to my dad as well as another crop I have um and he's he's not alive anymore but because he was in the war in the war so yeah so that's the bag and then his helmet so only like Basically, people who are not in the war that are kind of just like civilians can get it. So it's like a helmet from then. And he actually picked it up when he was like in Germany. He just found it and he thought it was cool. So he brought it back. And then my great granddad, when he was in the POW camp, he made a journal, um, like wrote a journal. So this is like a photocopied version, but it's these exact words and everything. So it has like his writing. And then at the back, there's photo that like
0: more of a it's more of a close-up of all the information that I have um there for that awesome I want to say before we start getting into the questions part that your project is so interesting and I was so excited when I saw the topic and I was looking through the photos and my mom speaks a bit of German so I was making her translate the POW documents for me so that I could read it and it's all Super, super interesting and like wow, what a great topic you have. Um, so we'll get into a few questions. Uh my first question is why did your great grandfather become a pilot in the military and sort of why did he decide to enlist?
1: He it was voluntary to go into like the military and everything and serve in World War II. Um, but he wasn't actually a pilot, he was like a bomb aimer, so he would basically like if there's, like, a plane, he would, like, like um, kind of, like, uh, have the perfect position, then the person who's actually shooting the bomb would shoot it, because it's, like, the aimer person. He said that um, he didn't want to be, like, somebody who, like, is more on land shooting right at people, because he didn't want to do that. He would prefer to be in the plane and, like, not just shooting right at someone, so that's why he decided to go into planes not like on land and everything
0: so yeah yeah that makes sense um that's so cool that your great-grandfather also has a journal uh what sort of things did he write about and is there like a favorite part of yours in his journal well (laughs) I read like most of it
1: but a lot of it was pretty confusing like more what he would say than what I would say now so but it was kind of more written to his parents and like kind of like the information, like what I said about like how he got shot down and everything, is in the book, the journal. And it's really cool because um it got given to my dad. Um so a few people in my family have a photocopied version. So yeah.
0: But yeah, that's very cool. So when he was in the prison camp, was his family back home in Canada aware of that?
1: Yes. Um, because I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure because he was able to, like I'm pretty sure he was able to send, like, letters or something, because he, like, as I said, he was, like, for the journal, it was, like, a letter, kind of, because it said on one of, like, the journal entries at the top, it said, to, like, mom and dad, so, yeah.
0: Okay, very cool, and so I guess if he was able to send letters, does that mean he was also allowed to keep a journal and allowed to keep his documentation? Like, that wasn't something he had to hide? Well, he had, like,
1: um because he has the actual version of it because he has um in his house he has like this like kind of like a suitcase thing with a bunch of his stuff and the original original like the paper and his own writing and everything like it's really cool so I guess he had like paper um and like a pencil or something so we could write
0: uh, what inspired you to choose this topic
1: so I really like how I have a personal connection to it just like I did, I wanted to do kind of like a musician because I I'm I like, I play an instrument and everything, but I thought this would be more interesting because it's more about me and my heritage from my family, so that's why I kind of chose to do it.
0: Yeah, I love family history projects as well, and when I've done Heritage Fair projects, I've definitely leaned towards family history. It's just so interesting to have a story that's so unique to you. So when you did this project, did you know really anything about his experience in World War II or was this all new to you?
1: I did. Um, well, we went down for his, his birthday in October and then we also went down for um, Remembrance Day in November because my dad um, was going to walk with him in the like in the Remembrance Day um, parade that ceremony um, with him because since he was 100, they asked him to do, like, walk in it and everything. It was a small one because of COVID and everything, but he was still able to do it. So basically, over the years, I've known him and everything. He's, like, told me stories, just kind of, like, things I picked up. So that's kind of, like, my interview. It's kind of, like, a whole timeline of learning stuff and everything. So, yeah, I knew most of the information. It was pretty easy besides, like, some of the World War II stuff. But a lot of the World War II stuff is all in my information.
0: So what was your great grandfather's reaction to you wanting to do this project? Like, was he really excited to be involved or?
1: Well, I, I called him and asking him um, for his permission to do it. And he was like, sure, go right ahead. Like, kind of just like chill about it and everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's very cool. It's very cool that you still have him to talk to and that you were able to interview him about it. And you have so many photos about his experience. That's really like very, very special um what was one of the biggest challenges you faced during your research research process
1: I didn't really like I mean like of course there was little things that kind of bugged me that like I had to like just like kind of go around and everything but there was not really a big thing like oh no it's gonna ruin my whole project and everything but I remember so he he got he actually got COVID so um I called him asking about like what all the medals meant but he he was kind of like not feeling the best that day so it wasn't a very good day to do it it was kind of hard to hear him over the phone so i decided not to do it that day but i never really about that part i know ne- um we were able to find uh, like the government like website for like military and everything online my dad was able to help me find um what all the medals meant and other medals as well
0: yeah that's great you worked around it that's awesome Um why do you think it's important for us to learn about World War II?
1: So it's I think it's important um to learn about World War II because it it impacts us now because they like help serve our country and everything, and to know what they did, what everybody did in the war is really fascinating and interesting. So knowing that really like um makes us feel like they they did something amazing for
0: us. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think World War II is a super interesting topic. Uh, what research skills did you learn during this process?
1: There's like references here, but it's like really small amount of references because I only used a little bit of like research online and everything for like some of the World War II stuff because a lot of the information I already knew. So for research skills, um, I mainly just had it all in my head and others I like, like for some of the other information, I just kind of like researched it and then put it into my own words, of course, and then like put it into like, because um, it was good since I've done research things before. I kind of knew what to do, like research it and then just kind of put it into like kind of like point form and then be able to put it into paragraphs, which is pretty easy for me.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so as we finish up, is there anything else that you want to tell me, like maybe the most interesting thing you learned that we haven't talked about already or anything else you wanted me to ask that I forgot to ask?
1: Oh, but actually I do. Um, so on his, on his birthday in October, um, global news came because of like his amazing story and everything. Um, and they, and so he was on the news and then there's like a photo of my whole family, but, um, I actually have family in Australia. They weren't able to come because they because of COVID and everything. But yeah, it was really cool how Golden Moose came and how they also arranged for like planes, like not passenger planes, but like search and rescue planes to fly over his house a few times. So that was really cool for him.
0: Yeah, that sounds like it would have been really, really cool. Well, thank you so much. Your project is super interesting. and It was great to talk to you about it. Good job. Okay. Thank you. BC Heritage Fairs Society is a non-profit society based in BC, Canada, which transforms young historians into community leaders. This podcast is run by our alumni team. You can see more about our alumni at bcheritagefairsalumni.wordpress.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BC Heritage Fairs. See you next time.